Let's see. A question I've been asked is, why two crows if I'm the only one? Well, first of all, you haven't heard my other segment then, which is Frightening Frowin with Lee of On La Nose, but if you've been following me for a long time on social media or know me in real life, you know that I'm actually two people. Yes, you heard that right. I am two people. Now, I didn't know that my whole life. I knew that there were things weird about me genetically. I knew that there was weird things with my anatomy, but I did not know the extent of why. You see, while I was pregnant with all of my children, I was on birth control pills. I've only ever gotten pregnant on birth control pills, and we found that weird. We discovered why after I had had all of the children. And it's just interesting to me that I had so many doctors that I would come to with all these different things, and they never put it all together. They just like to pick apart each thing separately and make a reason for it. And it's always ovarian cysts. Always. If you are someone who was born with ovaries, and heck, even people who weren't, and they just assume you have them, uh, they like to tell you that it's just deferred pain or deferred anything from your ovarian cysts. Only one time has a cyst ever been confirmed on my one ovary that I have, uh, and it was very tiny, and never again in another ultrasound have they ever seen another cyst. Yet still, to this day, that is what they like to tell me is wrong with me, even though that ovary is just floating around somewhere in my body, not attached to anything, so heck, they could be right. I just have a random cyst floating around somewhere in my body. By the way, if you didn't catch that, I said that I have an ovary. It was discovered, actually quite recently, that my other, what they thought was an ovary, is actually a testy. And people who assumed their whole lives they were AFAB women um, are actually intersex. And they had no idea and no reason to know until they were trying to get pregnant and were having some fertility issues because they were only ovulating on one side or their hormones were off. And so they get that tested and have higher testosterone um, and they need some supplemental um, hormone therapy to be able to get pregnant from that other side. And that's actually what happened to me. I had no idea that being on birth control would be what made me fertile. Well... When they test your blood when you're pregnant to see if you have um, a negative, like for the RH factor, uh, it would come back as I was a negative. And then when they would test me again in the hospital after having um, said child, it would test as AB positive. And they were like, that's weird. I was like, yeah, that's really weird. Maybe it came back wrong. Next child, same thing happened. Next child, same thing happened. Next child. Um, We knew by the fourth one was when I started getting tested. Yes, I have four four lovely human beings that I uh, birthed. And during that last one, I finally told the doctor, I'm like, hey, this is what keeps going on. It's happened three times now. It's not an anomaly. I don't think that it's a mistake, like there's something going on. So she sent my blood to two different labs that tested two different ways, the way that they tested in the hospital I was delivering in and the way that they tested from the clinic. They came back as two different types, those same two types. Um, So then we started doing more genetic testing, and it came back that I had two sets of DNA. So then they were like, okay, well, 
That means that you're either a chimera or a mosaic twin. I'm a chimera twin. Two twins, fraternal twins, combined in the womb and created moi. And then I just assumed, because of how she talked about it, that it was two female twins. And I didn't know about the one testy thing at this time. Um, And then it was later on, I was trying to be a surrogate. And I went and got tested and everything. And they said that my left, um, left to me ovary was weird, didn't have any eggs and was malformed. (laughs) Um, And then uh, I had another one done after my last surgery. And they said, your left ovary is not an ovary. It's a testy. So then I had my genetic um, testing done for some like health concerns and it came back. So they had, my doctor had specifically asked for them to test because we knew that my DNA was all weird and it came back as XXXY. And so it was a male and a female fraternal twin that combined and made me. Um, I am very female presenting. My only um, organ difference is my left um, testy. (laughs) which was internal and uh, where the ovary should be. And my, um, I had some other anatomy things that were just a little bit different, but not too different. Um, But that like nothing, anyone would just be like, oh yeah, that person's intersex, but, um, but I am. And so uh, it's been really actually refreshing to have that because I never really felt fully female, but I didn't feel like a male either. It wasn't like I I didn't, I knew I wasn't transgender. I was more somewhere in the middle of, and it makes sense because technically you can call me a cisgender, uh, non-binary person, I guess, (laughs) which kind of pisses some people off. And I, I laugh because uh, being pissed off about somebody's word usage of uh, scientific matter is a little silly to me. But we won't dive too deep into that yet, and I won't piss too many people off. But yeah, my external things that show two different twins is something very common in people with chimerism. It can happen outside of that, but it is more common in chimerism and people who have it really should get tested just for their own fun. Uh, But I have heterochromia. So one of my eyes is more green and one of them is more blue. And what's so funny is like my phone tries to correct it in pictures. So I have to like turn off any filtering and things like that to make it not correct my eyes. Uh, But people have started noticing because I stopped correcting, color correcting it um, unintentionally. And it's amazing that when I was younger, I got made fun of for my eyes. And now people love it. And other people like add contacts to make themselves look that way. And I don't have to do that. But mine's more subtle because, I mean, really, if you have heterochromia, the most common is for that to be more subtle. Because think about you... (laughs) having the genetics of both. So you have two twins and what's the likelihood that they're going to have the same similar color eyes? It's more common than having very different colored eyes. And so they'll be slightly different. They're that twin's eyes, but they're going to be similar because genetics. 
my mom has green eyes, my dad has blue eyes, and I feel like I got one of each of their eyes. Uh, there's a little bit, so like my green eye has some blue in it, and my blue eye has some green in it, but they're very different. And I will post a picture on my Instagram when this comes out too of my eyes. But back into the genetics of me being two people. So I um, have had people, when I found out and I was open about it, get angry at me. Angry that they were attracted to somebody who isn't all female, all AFAB. And the funny thing is, like, I was assigned female at birth, so really you can't say that. But them being angry at me for finding out and then being open about it and kind of excited about it and and really like wanting to celebrate people for being who they are and exactly who they are is so funny because you're really angry at yourself and there's some internalized things that you need to figure out for yourself if you're going to be angry at me for you having feelings for somebody who genetically is not all female and knowing doesn't change who I am. Knowing doesn't change anything. It just is. And we have so many labels on things that try to change it instead of just saying, yes, that is what it is. So for instance, me being pansexual and being attracted to people, and it doesn't really depend, like my attraction to people is not genital based. My attraction to people is based on them and who they are. And I can find anyone of any gender identity attractive. And to me, that makes sense. Because to me, it isn't just what's in your pants that makes me attracted to you. And it shouldn't be. Um, But other people, they put so much value on somebody's label and whether or not they can fit into a box that goes in their mind that makes it okay for them to be attracted to that person. Instead of listening to their heart and listening to their instincts and whether or not they're actually attracted to somebody. Because there is no fault in being attracted to somebody. It doesn't mean you have to act on it. It doesn't mean that you're, I don't know, going to date them because there's aversions to different things, which are completely natural as well. But I think we put so much societal pressure on ourselves to fit into whatever box we're put into that we need to continue fitting in that box and we can't change it and we can't go outside of it or else it makes us something different and then we don't know what we are anymore. And the thing is, we never really know who we are if we don't explore what we are. You putting yourself into that box and you making yourself feel like that is what you have to be and you're not going to listen to your own intuition and own instinct and your own feelings, your own desires, that's not being you. That's being afraid. That's being afraid of who you really are. And then we push those fears as anger onto the other people that we quote unquote see as making us feel that way. I find it so refreshing to see people be authentically themselves. And I think that's why I am so attracted to a lot of the non-binary trans and intersex community because they're being themselves. They discovered what they really believe and and truly desire for themselves in their own life. I'm very attracted to um, people that 
are continuing to discover who they are, what they like, and are open to new possibilities. And don't just close themselves off to everything. Now, I'm not here to say that people not finding me attractive means there's something wrong with them. I am not everybody's cup of tea. I am my own weird combination, and I am definitely not for everyone, and everyone is not for me. And that's also okay. But being not attracted to, to me or anyone else because of who they are, and not because you're actually not attracted to them, that's where the problem lies. I have gotten way off track of why this podcast is called what it's called. <laughs> But yes, I actually went through a lot of names in my head over the last few years while I was preparing for this and afraid and not moving forward. And two ravens eventually, or sorry, not eventually, was going to be the name of this podcast. And I was going to call it Attempted Unkindness because there are some things in my own life that I was way too kind about and I had to try to like fight off of it to become more assertive and realize that being assertive does not mean I'm unkind. Holding my boundaries does not mean I'm unkind. But it didn't make as much sense to other people when I was uh, going through the crowd. So I changed it to two crows. And that way it's still two of me, two crows, um, and that we are an attempted murder. You know, just the little punny things. But yeah, that's how I came up with the name Um, originally. I think for the first two years that I was kind of mulling over this idea, it was Two Ravens was the name in my head, in all of my writings and everything. But I kind of, I like the new one. I like it. It grew on me. I have the logo being made right now. I just sent in revisions for it and I'm falling more and more in love with it. Now, if any of you have an idea for a cool photo shoot that I could do, showing both sides of myself for the two crows. Uh, Sorry, I have the hiccups. Uh, That would be much appreciated, actually. Um, I do a lot of my own photography. I am a photographer, and so I get a little weird about it. And I'm also impulsive, so I'm like, hey, I'm going to go do a shoot now, and I'm going to edit it later, and I do it all myself. And (laughs) it's rare that I have a photographer or an editor But I am excited to jump into this and make it my own. So it's funny that the segment with my co-host is not called Two Crows as well, because it's technically three of us. Um, Maybe four if she doesn't know that she's a Chimera twin as well. (laughs) But that segment is Frightening Frauen, and I'm actually recording this right before we're going to record an episode, uh, because I had some questions asking me why it's called Two Crows if it's just me. And I thought it was important to kind of touch base and give you a little rundown and some history. Um, Another really cool fact about Khmerism, if you look this up on Google, and I absolutely love this fact, is that in the study that I was in in California, as well as many others that you can find online, uh, transgender people put themselves in some studies, genetic studies, to see if there was something genetic, scientific behind being trans. And a huge percent of them ended up being chimera twins. Male, female, chimera twins. Female, male. Male, female. Uh, And it just was one was how they were presenting externally and one um, 
helped make those things. So one's a little more dominant with the physical external features and another one supporting creating all of your parts. Um, there's also a form where different parts of you are a different twin. So your brain can be a different twin's DNA than your heart or your skin. And that's another form where you see people with distinct uh, color differences in their skin and different limbs or right down the middle. It's very common in pets and animals, uh, cats in particular, and animals that have a lot of eggs at the same time. So they produce a lot of fraternal litters. And that is way more likely to combine and make twins Uh, And they could even have two separate dads, so the DNA can be all sorts of weird. But um, I find it fascinating. So yeah, if you want to dive in and think it is as fascinating as I do, uh, there's a ton of research you can look up online. But yeah, uh, it's, it's so cool to be reaffirmed and to show that there's science behind it and to tell people who are transphobic that they can kick rocks because they're just ignoring science. I've been actually researching a lot of amazing people for my segment with Lee of On Lano's uh, for our podcast uh, Frightening Frauen, which will air on Wednesdays. I think it'll already be airing when this one comes out. But uh, there's some amazing geneticists that were researching a lot of this stuff and some of them are trans themselves and it's just amazing to watch their lives and how they progress and as they learn about themselves and others and help others and I just want to be here to support and help others as well and teach you how to be more loving and kind and accepting and you don't have to know everything you don't have to understand everything to be able to listen and allow other people to be themselves without being angry that they exist I moderate a lot of lives for my trans friends and intersex friends and the amount of hate that goes in there from real profiles. It's not even just trolling profiles because those you can kind of tell who they are, but real people with voices and followings that are so hateful. And why? What is the point? You can just scroll on. You can just not have that on your For You page or your feed, whatever the platform is that you're on, by not engaging with it and just scrolling on or saying, I'm not interested. But they want to engage and they want to have hate. And it just really goes back to that box thing I was talking about. And the self-hatred or self-doubt, I think it's more doubt than hate and um, self-evaluation that they don't want to do and feelings that they don't want to engage with, that they instead externalize it to someone else that they perceive as making them feel that way, even though they're not doing anything but existing. And I think that if you're one of those people and you've gotten this far, it's okay to change. It's okay to admit that what you are doing and how you were behaving is not appropriate and to reevaluate in your own head and heart why. Because you don't have to like it. You don't have to engage with the content. You don't have to even, like, I don't know, listen to it. But you can 
have that ability to disengage, to say you don't want to see it, to go away from it, and to ignore it. And that is your right. But going into somebody else's life and trying to make them feel bad is not a way to live. That can't be happy for you either. And it can't be fulfilling. I don't understand that mindset. And there's so many of them out there. Heck, even if they are just a troll, I don't get it. I mean, you were giving them views, you're giving them attention, you're getting them money, actually. But at the same time, what is the purpose of driving up that hate and trying to make other people feel bad? And again, if that is what you've been caught up in and what you've found yourself doing and it's become a habit for you to do so and to just say these rude comments and I want you to reevaluate it and just ask yourself why and really think about what it's bringing to you and what you're wanting to project out into the world. So what I want you to do for everybody is just find a way to be extra kind to someone in a vocal way. Tell somebody something great, not hitting on them, not any of that. Tell them something you like about what they do, something you're proud of them for, something that you admire about somebody. Go and find them, do that, and I promise you it'll feel amazing. And I know, I know we shouldn't boast and brag, but I want us to also comment below what you chose to do, what you chose to do to show somebody that you appreciated them or admired them, etc., etc. And I just want to fill the comments with something kind and beautiful and lovely and we can smile about it, you know? So I hope you like my little story and my explanation of the name of my podcast and uh, that it makes a little more sense to you of why it's called Two Crows. All right, crow out.